Here's what's hot right now at PodcastOne.com. Ever wonder what Mike and Dr. Drew say during the commercial breaks at Loveline? Well, now you can hear it. It's the Mike and Dr. Drew podcast. All the things they can't say on the air because the FCC won't let them. Or their wives won't let them. The Mike and Dr. Drew podcast. Check it out. It's Mike, Dr. Drew, and a list of rock stars, TV stars, and movie stars who occasionally show up to hang out. Check it out for yourself. Go to podcastone.com. That's podcastone.com. This episode is brought to you by Hulu Plus, and with Hulu Plus, you get total control to watch thousands of shows whenever you want, wherever you want. Binge on full seasons and watch your favorite current shows like Community, South Park, SNL, and more. Right now, our listeners can get an extended free trial of Hulu Plus by going to HuluPlus.com forward slash Loveline. Again, that's HuluPlus.com forward slash Loveline. Hey, everybody. Superfan Giovanni here. Welcome to episode 103 of Classic Loveline. This episode is from Tuesday, February 20th, 1996. The guests are Austin Peck and Allison Sweeney. They were supposed to be joined by Christy Clark, the third person in their love triangle from Days of Our Lives. She doesn't end up showing up for the show. So don't expect to hear from her on this one. Uh, shockingly, producer Anne is a huge fan of Days of Our Lives. Adam jokes about Dr. Drew himself relating to the show's love affair, hinting at the departure of Ricky Rackman. Uh, the first foreskin restoration call of the Adam Carolla era. It would inform their take on the topic for the next ten years. It, it's interesting how many things in 1996 would stick around for the entire run of Adam Carolla's era. Whether it be opinion or a take on a certain topic, it would only become reinforced throughout time. Allison is only 19 years old here. She would come back on the show in 2011, 15 years later, as the host of The Biggest Loser. And Austin never appeared on the show again. Unless there's another episode that's been lost in the archive, but it's very unlikely. They're both great guests. Adam officially declares them A-listers uh, when it comes to Loveline guests. Uh, calls them great sports. Allison has a wonderful laugh. The show's a lot of fun. Everyone's super responsible, including the guests, uh, and also open to the comedy. And it's just great chemistry all around. A perfect booking. Good job, producer Anne. Deep into the show, Adam confronts his addiction to talcum powder head-on, admitting he's a talcoholic and he's been using in the face of adverse consequences and potential health risks. Many other firsts in the show and some other uh, great early drop of work from engineer Mike. Adam defends his hairy ass, which will come up a lot more throughout the uh, next ten years. Many of the callers call back to discuss other calls from this very night's episode, an unusually high amount. Uh, due to the nature of these recordings, some of the tapes are going to have audio issues. This one had some heavy static throughout. I was actually uh, honored to be able to do a little post-processing work using some of the tricks I've learned over the years. And I was able to get about 75% better. It, it still has some rough spots and there's still some static bursts, but it's far more listenable than it was. Overall, it still sounds better than most of the fan files. Again, it's just one of the small rough spots in the sea of perfect audio. So, super fan approved. Don't worry about it. Next show will sound nice. Might be a couple more episodes with audio issues here or there. Uh, but we'll process them as we go. And as per usual, this was recorded in 1996. Some of the medical device may be out of date. Please consult your own physician or contact Dr. Drew and Mike Catherwood on Current Day Loveline. You can give them a call at 1-800-LOVE-191. Listener discretion is advised. You can follow us on Twitter at Podcast One. On Facebook, Podcast One there as well. And of course, PodcastOne.com, the home of all your favorite podcasts. Mahalo. Love line. 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 Love line.
Dr. Drew and Adam Carolla. Well, that does have sort of a Bourbon Street feel to it. And how fitting, considering it's, Mardi what Gras. is it, Fat Tuesday? Mardi Gras. Yes, all right. The phone numbers here are at uh, Loveline, 1-800-LOVE-191, 1-800-568-3191. The fax number, 310-854-4455. I'm Adam Carolla. That's Dr. Drew. He's a board-certified physician and addiction medicine specialist. Doc? Yeah. Yes. You know, tonight we have uh, the stars from one of your favorite daytime soaps on. Because I know you spend the entire day sitting on your sofa eating bonbons, yes. watching these things. Oh, I do. You know, you know, I have nothing to do with my days. And I have nothing to do with my days either. So why don't you watch them? I really should. Yeah. I'm really they, not. They interrupt your napping, though, so, you know, it's not too convenient, I guess. That's that's true, and I'm glad you could work that in. Maybe you could work the ass-shaving incident in oh, in that, the uh, uh, 11 o'clock hour. Yeah, I'll do okay. it. I'll do it, I promise. All right, make a mental note. Okay. Anyway, the show's Days of Our Lives. The stars, Austin Peck, Allison Sweeney, and Christy Clark. You know them as Austin, Sammy, and Carrie. They're in some sort of love triangle, which is good. And we're going to talk to them about it. And we have producer Ann, who was giving me the skinny because she tapes the show. I love the show. (laughs) She loves the show so much that she tapes the show Uh because she's working during the day. Uh And you're going to fill us in on what is going on because Drew and I... this love triangle, yes. Yes. Drew and I know something about a love triangle. This is really a juicy one, too. This is awesome. Because I got Sammy and Carrie are sisters. Right. Okay. okay. That would be now, uh, Allison Austin, and Christy in real right. life. Yes. Now, Austin and Carrie were going to get married. Right. Except for Sammy drugged Austin one night. And he got her pregnant. Really? And she waited till the wedding day of Austin and Carrie to announce it. First, she faints. And then she announces it. Now, so they, huh? What? Yeah, you saw the drugging episode. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so he was passed out and able to have sex? He was just, uh, well, he wasn't passed out. He wasn't comatose. Right. But, you know, he was delirious. You know, he was delirious. He was delirious. Yeah. Still yeah, probably yeah. better than I am at my peak. Probably. Thank you, Ann. All right. So, anyway, so, uh, Carrie and Austin don't end up getting married. Mm-hmm. And Austin does the right thing and gets together with Sammy and they live together. And now what do you mean, does the, the right thing? You mean, Sa- but Sammy got her pregnant through the but, illegal use of his penis. But she's the only one who knows that. Oh. What does he, what, what does he think? Like, huh? What does he think? He, I don't know. He, he's, he's, he, he's silly. Yeah. He's just, he's trying to do the right thing. He still loves Carrie and Carrie still loves him, but he's trying to do the right thing, so. Okay, so we'll we'll get to the whole good, the bottom guys. of the whole it's sorted awesome. mess when these yeah. guys come in in just a few minutes. Until then, we're gonna go into our little love triangle. Devin, yeah, you're on Love Line. Hello. Hey. Hi. I got a problem. Hey, how you guys doing? Good. Oh, we're all right. All right. Well, okay. Here's my problem. I uh, whenever I masturbate, mm-hmm. I get a really bad headache. Hmm. Yeah, a real bad headache. Describe the headache. You eating ice cream and masturbating? No, no. Describe okay. the headache. Not ice cream headache. Describe the headache. Kind of like an ice cream headache. I don't know. It's like real sharp pain. Where? Like uh, like in like my forehead, kind of. Both sides? Like, uh, yeah, I don't know. Like a pinching pain. Do you get any vision changes? No. Do you have any other numbers? Well, he, wait a minute. He pictures Elle McPherson. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Does it change? That, yeah. No, she looks the same. All right. Uh, Devin, are you talking about when you ejaculate or just as you During it, yeah. During ejaculation. Uh-huh. Um, during, like, the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> that is a curse, my friend. How, are, how old are you, Devin? I'm 14. So you're getting, like, four or five headaches a day, right? Or eight or nine. Wow. You are a trooper. 
No. Well, I... I'll tell you what the problem is. No. Yes, I know. What? Well, the penis requires a certain amount of blood. Yeah. Albeit not too much blood in my case, but still some blood. The brain needs some blood, too. Some? Some. Albeit not too much blood in my case, either. But the point is, is the blood from the brain goes right to the penis. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You see, there's a there's a direct artery. Mm -hmm. That's why guys get all bent out of shape thinking about women, and then they get an erection. Hey, guess what, you guys? What? I got a call in the other line. I'm going to be so embarrassed. Okay, well, go get it. Oh, really? No, because because actually there are real medical problems that could go along with this. Yeah. A aneurysms, a certain Aneurysm. right. There, oh. there are there are real. Could you imagine aneurysms where a vessel bursts in your head? Yeah, I mean I don't. Can believe... you imagine your folks finding you, Devin? A penis in one hand, a hustler in the other, and you just sprawled out on the bed. Yeah, there, there, the point is that I don't think you should be embarrassed about this, but you should have a doctor just take a look at you, tell him you've been having headaches. Yeah. If you feel comfortable, divulge the circumstance. And it is not uncommon for people to have headaches during this kind of an act, uh, but it just makes me worry. It's not something I can just say, hey, ignore it, because uh -huh. there are medical problems associated with it, though, yeah. though very, very rarely. Devin? Yeah. When you tell the doctor how many times you masturbate a day? Yeah. You may want to round down. That's all I'm saying. You, the doctors need the truth, but they don't need that much of the truth all the time, do they, Drew? They need the truth. Jason. Hi, uh, Dr. Drew. Jason. Um, my girlfriend is two weeks late on yeah. period, and we just took a home pregnancy test today, and it turned out negative. Right. And I, won, I was wondering if that is totally accurate. She is 14 days late? She's, she's around two weeks late. Around two weeks. And when, when was your last sexual contact with her? Um, well, the one that we think might have would have got her pregnant was two weeks ago. 14 days ago. Uh, exactly 14 days, yeah. Well, they're pretty accurate at 14 days, but not 100%, that's for sure. When are they most accurate? After two weeks. <laughs> oh, that sucks. <laughs> uh, but, you know, it's so common for women to have their periods delayed. Just as I mentioned last night, just the concern that she might be pregnant is enough to upset the hormonal cycling. Women and are make very her... mystic creatures. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> I mean... They, you know, it's like what we talk about when you put them all in the same office after a couple of months, they're, they're, they're psychics, they're psychics, <laughs> their cycles all start happening about the same time of the month. Now, how, how would you explain that? She's usually really irregular. So it's, it's more of that. I mean, yes, it's good that you guys are monitoring this and you ought to do it again in another week. Um, but I, I, I doubt you, you know, it, it's not very likely. It doesn't mean necessarily she's pregnant. Okay. Okay. All right. Keep your fingers crossed. Rub that rabbit's foot. Kyle. Hi. Uh, hey. My question, uh, I think, might be for Dr. Drew. Well, I'll be the judge of that. Thank you. Okay. Well, it's kind of odd, but... Um, In fact, every time a call comes like that, would you please take it? Yes. Uh, Go ahead. Uh, it's, uh, I, I'm, I wanted to find out about methods of foreskin restoration. Uh-huh. Um, because, you know, as an infant, like a lot of North American males, I was um, unwillingly circumcised. And, God forbid. And, you know, I just didn't have a choice in it. And I Have, have you ever talked to somebody who felt like this? Who, who felt ripped off, that right. their foreskin was ripped off? Right. You, you know Talk what, Kyle? Yeah. Let me say something about you and your personality for just one moment, if you don't mind. People that dwell on things like this usually dwell on many other things that they can't change as well. Are you basically a bummer? Well, no. I mean, I'm I'm pretty optimistic about everything. It's just I was curious about restoration. Yes, but the way you've been, you know, it's like you're going to get a, a class action lawsuit 
together with everyone who's been circumcised against every doctor in North America. North America would be the United States for a lot of well, a lot of our listeners. Well, you know, when they talk about female circumcision, people are shocked and in horror. But you know, male circumcision is not an act that, that's voluntary. You know, no, nor is female circumcision. That's done on a on a on a pubertal female, and they often and it's done without any any preparation. It's done in people's kitchens. And it's often proceeds to sewing the vagina up and cutting off the clitoris and all kinds of terrible mutilation. Well, the, 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 and it is it is voluntary, by the way, Kyle. Your parents volunteer you to be circumcised. They go, Doc, yeah. uh, Mr. Moyle, here you go. I'm not even Jewish, but uh, I mean, isn't it isn't it the, the head of the um, penis more sensitive when when it's covered by the? Well, you know, I, having been on this show long enough to have had this conversation with a few people. Uh, the, the, and oftentimes when somebody calls in with this issue, the rest of the show is about this because people have strong feelings about it, amazingly. Um, I've heard that that is true, okay? But I, I'm not sure that is necessarily an asset. If you listen to this show, we have a lot of people who are complaining about too much sensitivity, yeah, right? But, the, but, Kyle, the deal is it's a moot point. It's like saying, you know, if I had a sixth thumb, my golf swing would be better. But the point is you never had one. You'll never know. Go practice. Go down to the driving range and work with what you got. You know what I'm saying, Kyle? It would make masturbation a lot easier. (laughs) He's going for my Achilles heel. Hopefully, hopefully, hoping I'm going to join his little uh, restoration bandwagon. It's not going to work, Kyle. Not even masturbation will draw me over to the dark side. Well, there's no, there's no alternative, and there's no way of, of restoring it. Oh no, I thought. Oh, there are, there, there are. are. Yeah, yeah you just... can stretch out what you have. I'm sorry, yeah. uh, Drew. I, I happen to know about this, but go, go ahead. Go ahead. No, please. You seem to be quite expert in the area. Uh, <clears> something I, have... I couldn't care less about. I'll be honest with you. Oh, okay, Mr. Loof. Why don't you uh, go over there and write your thesis while I discuss uh, the common problems with the common man, which is why I'm here. Sorry, Kyle. Uh, what's going on is some people have a re, you know, they got a real, you know, uh, I'll, I'll do it like haircuts. Some people get like a page boy and then some people get that marine flat top, that crew, that crew cut. Yeah. No, nothing to work with. Right. Now, if you got like the page boy and there's a little loose skin around there, you can train it. Tape you it can up. stretch it out. Yeah, yeah, you you tape it, don't you, Drew? That's what I've heard. Would you use the same type of adhesive you'd use, like, let's say, like, you know when you don't get no. stitches, you use a butterfly bandage? Yeah. Would you use that sort of thing? I don't know. Come on, that would work. Yeah. That All would right, work. I got an idea. Get the butterfly bandage. You know what I'm talking about, Kyle? Yeah. R- right. So in, in, you're, in, you're advising him a specific procedure here. Yes, I am. All right. I am not, by the way. I certainly am. Use the butterfly bandage and try to train it. Okay? Okay. Or, uh, or, and then put the other end of the bandage and fix that to an anvil. <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, get on one of those coin operated, uh, Broncos that's out in front of the, uh, Alpha Beta for at least two hours a day. And that should do it. You'll be, you'll be swinging that thing over your shoulder like a continental soldier. Boy, I'm on some kind of roll tonight, am I, Drew? Indeed you are, yeah. <laughs> I don't know where I'm rolling. Drew, you're going to pick the next call. There you go. There you go. Melody. Yeah. Hey, you're on Loveline. Um, I'm 16, and I have a five-month-old baby. Oh, <laughs> fantastic. Everything's working out. Uh, sort of. <laughs> I'm breastfeeding her. And, um, like, this, this past week, I smoked weed. <laughs> And I regret it now, but I just want to know if, if um, it will affect my baby in any way. 
It's not going to help the baby. I'm, Plus, I'm, you could hurt the kid if you hit him with the bong while you're doing it. I can only imagine it must be present in breast milk. I don't know for a fact that it is, uh -huh. but I suspect it would be. Uh -huh. And that is certainly not something that is going to be uh, helpful to the child's brain development. Yeah, and if okay. the kid spits a seed out, it's bad, right? That's bad. Uh, I don't do it all the time. I just did it one time. Well, you're not doing it while you're actually you know, breastfeeding. Listen, I, I, I occasionally would ask questions about... <laughs> About uh, hallucinogenics and their effect on causing birth defects. There's an orthopedist in one of the medical schools in town here apparently has chronicled a whole series of birth defects related to people using marijuana or hallucinogens while pregnant, before pregnant. I'm going to contact him and try to see what that's all about. So if you use before you conceive, certainly during you conceive, the, apparently there is an increased probability of certain defects. And it just, it, this is falling under the heading of it couldn't help. Uh, it really couldn't help. And it may hurt. It probably hurt. So let's, don't experiment on yourself. Okay. We've just had Allison, <laughs> I'm sorry, I almost said Allison Peck. Austin Peck and Allison Sweeney coming in the room from Days of Our Lives. Hey. How are you doing? Now this is two parts of the love triangle. Yes, part one and part two. <laughs> part three is missing. Where she's is part three? Late. Part three, <laughs> she's missing in action. She's on her way. Okay, now you, you guys... <clears throat> now, now wait a minute. Now you knocked Austin up. No, wait. Austin <laughs> knocked you up, right? You can see I'm confused at the whole reproductive thing here already. I mean, it's stuff that happens all the time. Actually, I mean, what happened? I was bombed. You up must hear car. about it a lot. But and anyway, she drugged me. We, we made bed. up sort of a Spanish fly type thing. And now, uh, was it an aphrodisiac or was it a drug? It was I'm a drug. Still wondering what this. Well, drug because is I found it at the hospital because supposedly I worked there and I stole it from a room, in a drug room. Right. And I put it in his beer, and then decided to toast, have a toast with him, and he. You know, swallowed the whole drink. Right. And then decided to walk home. He was fine walking home, and he fell into bed and went to sleep. And then I got into bed behind him, and uh, he was crying out Chris Carey's name, and it just went from there. Now, so Austin, did you have to? Did you have to act like? Were you like, like do a little, do a little groggy? I don't want sex acting for us. You know, I mean, were you doing like? No, it's. Uh, it's uh, well, it's you know, actually, actually, actually I, 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 the other, I'm, I'm paying. For what he did, another actor played the part. Right. It, it was a traditional was soap on, transition from. I, I wasn't. I was it wasn't lucky. him. I wasn't, One day I was another lucky actor. enough to be there. And, but you are him. I am him now. Is you that remember weird? It? It's very weird. Did they kill? But so they didn't kill the guy. No, one day it was him, and the next day he's taking a shower, and he comes out of the shower, and it's, it's me. you. And that was it. Man, I come out of the towel and bang. Well, there know? was a little announcement at the bottom of the episode that said the role of Austin Reed will now be played by Austin Peck. I oh, mean, they did. were very clear. They clarified but it very well. But that is going to confuse the hell out of all the people that think this is really happening, and it's just being filmed with some kind of convenience store camera <laughs> or something. <laughs> but you know what? It doesn't. It doesn't? No. They well, accepted about, it and moved they on. They accepted it and move on. Really? But now, aren't you guys being stalked by crazed fans and things like that? Well, I sort of do, but that's oh. just because I'm the evil one. Oh, no, but I mean, oh, oh, you get stalked by by fans. Oh, they right. say, like, they stop being such a stuff. bitch. Right. Stop drugging everybody and exactly. having sex with them. Yeah. And they really mean uh, it. In fact, I had a lady once attack me with her purse. Well, that was when I kidnapped my little sister and tried to sell her on the black market. <laughs> but she started beating me. Literally, I was walking to meet my friends at the movie theater. Right. She started hitting me with her purse, she, screaming at me, my character. She was on the way to her Mensa meeting. <laughs> exactly. She saw you. That's exactly what happened. And then Allie gave her Adam, why is it that people actually believe that so characters are who the people the actors actually are because it's so realistic oh yeah, oh, yeah. It's, it's tremendous tremendous acting it's it's, <laughs> well, it's 
it's yeah, a, watch it, watch it. It's a buddy. combination between watch the realism of the sets, the acting, and the incredible stupidity of the people that are watching. <laughs> Thank you. And I don't mean that across the board. I mean, there's some people out there. There's always going to be a bad Very apple. Small He's saying minority. that just to cover him. It's, <laughs> it's, it's an extremely, extremely difficult environment to work in because there's no rehearsal. You come in, you get your script a week ahead. You don't. You're lucky. And then they change ever, it that day. You're lucky if you ever get to work with your actors beforehand. You get there, you block tape it, and you do two rehearsals. That's it. And then you tape it and. Yeah, it's done. not like doing a play where you get to. No, I mean, even, a, even a nighttime sitcom, which gets a week. We do a show a day. It's the toughest least. working environment for an actor to be in. But I tell you, you learn a lot real quick. Is it now? Do you have stuff on cue cards or teleprompters? And be you honest. can if you want to. You, they'll let you, and then um, you have it in the corner. I would. See, you I, know, I, I they, would. They took mine away from me because I was using them too much. I'd be doing an acting, going, "I love you so." <laughs> like looking away. Like no, looking away. I would have an earpiece with someone feeding me lines. In fact, from the rumors around town, there are some famous actors who do do that. Uh-huh. Who have an earpiece uh-huh. just waiting there. Like that bitch Susan Lucci. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> you know she uses a teleprompter, an earpiece, and uh, also has somebody doing like semaphore with flags <laughs> like on a carrier deck <laughs> and banging out things on a Zulu oh, drum. Man, Am I right? She's doing something right out there. I think it's a Zulu drum. Has she, is she won an, a, a daytime Emmy yet? Not, yet? Not yet. So it's been like 72 years? Like, <laughs> Hoover something was in? Something close, exactly. Administration was in when... Oh, and she's never won. And you won the villainous yeah. of the year. Uh, yeah, outstanding villainous. Yeah, she she came in five minutes before before. Well, it was my brother won. was late, and then Her we got to like, the she award show. In, wins an award. I thanked him in my speech. I'll have you know, I could barely speak English, and I did, put him in the. Did Susan Lucci attack you in the lobby of the hotel? That that you're what? How, you're nineteen, 19. right? You come on, boom! You win yourself a quick. Quick Emmy and you're out the door and Susan Lucci is, is, is growing old like, like Dorian Gray without winning anything. She didn't, but I think if she heard this, now she's thinking about okay, it. Okay, now she's she'll dead. add her to the stocking list. Okay, we're going to go to the phones real fast. You guys are going to jump in here and help us, Oh, this right? will be fun. Sure. Uh-oh, this looks happy. Melissa. Hi. Hi, you're on Loveline. Hi. Hi, Melissa. That's Allison and Austin Peck of Days of Our Lives. All the time. Cool show. Oh, thank you. Um, okay, I have a question. Okay, um, I think I was pregnant, right? Mm. Um, because I haven't had my period for a month. And, um, but I think I had a miscarriage. What do you mean you haven't, your period was a month late? Yeah. Okay. And, um, we, we, like, we didn't take a test or anything. Yeah. But, um, like, oh, two days ago, three days ago, something like that, I don't know when it was, two days ago, um, it all, like, came out. You had a real heavy period. Yeah. Was it painful? Kind of, a little bit. How long did it last for? Oh, I don't remember. Okay. Maybe half hour. Well, that's a, pop- a probability that that's in fact what happened. Uh, people Drew, don't what realize. Would come out? I mean, if you're pregnant for two weeks. You you might not notice much of it. Just a tissue. It might just look like clots. I mean, you might not see anything that would look substantially different than your usual period. But what a lot of people don't realize is that most pregnancies end in miscarriage. Or what we call a spontaneous abortion, that there's many reasons, particularly in that first trimester, that the genetics aren't working right, or the place isn't implanted in the right place, and lots of reasons. Most of them? Most so, pregnancies so like end in miscarriage. When it happens to Pamela Anderson or something like that, and they make a big deal out of it on Entertainment Tonight, it's not really... She was a long ways, though, right? She was in the second trimester or something? Oh, okay. So it's the first trimesters of the word. Most you know? of them end. Yeah. 
Like 51%? You don't mean like 85%? No, like, like 51%. Okay. All right. It's real common. And uh, it sounds like that may have been what happened. Here's the problem I have with what you're describing, and that is that you can still have what's called retained products of conception. There can still be yeah, bits and pieces. Like really yeah, expensive. dude, you got to get to a doctor tomorrow, okay? Because it can get infected, the bleeding can become intense, and you can be, get quite seriously ill. Well, fantastic. Let's eat. <laughs> All right. Well, on that up note, we're going to be back with Austin Peck and Allison Sweeney of Days of Our Lives, and we're going to ask Austin about his playgirl. Hello, this is my dog. His name's Dave. Sit, sit, stay. Roll over. Roll, roll. No, Dave, no. Loveline will be right back. Stay. Here's what's hot right now at PodcastOne.com. You know, John Sally's got four NBA title rings, and he's partied with everybody in America. From Hollywood stars to athletes to politicians to just some people hanging out in a local dive bar. He's been there and done that and got a ton of stories to tell. So download the John Sally Show today. Check it out for yourself. Go to PodcastOne.com. That's PodcastONE.com. Ageless male, baby. Guys, you get a little bit older, you slow down a little. Lose a little of that testosterone. Is this an attack on me? Sex drive. Sex drive slowing down a little. Ageless male. They're going to put you back in the driver's seat. See the way I did that? Yeah. <laughs> By the way, it's free. That's right. Free. Ageless male. You call today and you get a free bottle. 1-800-914-0011. So, how can you go wrong? It's free. 1-800-914-0011. And uh, helps boost testosterone levels, helps support healthy energy. Ageless Male is the ultimate supplement for men. And you call today and you get a bottle for free. Free, baby. There's nothing cheaper than free. But supplies are limited, so let's get going. 800-914-0011 for a free bottle of Ageless Male. And you're listening to Love Line with Adam Carolla and Dr. Drew. Two names that wish they could be found in the little black book. Oh, that's acting, baby. <laughs> hey, she could be on the show. Hey, <laughs> you know, later on, if you guys will hang out for a little, I'm going to try my hand a little soap acting oh, myself. Oh, we would love to help yeah. you. Anything I, we can do. I think I got looks enough to be I on. Definitely oh, agree. I mean, I mean, All over yeah. it. I mean not to play like the leading guy, but maybe like. Jack, the bartender, or something. You we know, actually have a Jack on the show. We're you do? Guys. Yeah. Can we, can we lose him? <laughs> well, you know, you we'll could talk to the producers. We could talk for we you. Got, I mean, we, we have, have a lot we of class. Serious pull. Yeah. Yeah. If the two of you, if the two of you threatened to, to walk out, I think you get this out. <laughs> oh. oh yeah. Oh, yeah. No yeah, one heard care. that. That was they not care. serious. They we were <laughs> just kidding. I swear. Yeah. I mean, that is one of the things about soap work. I would think is there's a lot of. The cast changes. Oh, yeah. And and there are certain names that jump out from the past, the Lukes and the Lauras. And what's up with Luke, by the way? When did he, who decided he was a heartthrob? I, no I don't know. I wondered that myself. manager on the planet. I want this guy's publicist. Yes. This guy's like a balding, uh, like, chunky forehead man. <laughs> and here he is. He's like, he's America's heartthrob all of a sudden. Or at least this was uh, back in the early 80s when I used to follow the soaps. But... 
Let's get back to Austin. I like this fro. Austin? I did too, actually. Like yeah, the good, yeah, that sort of Gabe Kaplan thing going for him. It's real attractive. You can see but right through But today's man it. is Austin Peck. Yes, Austin. Ladies and gentlemen. On the cover, uh, on the cover well, you can't be on the cover of Cosmo, can you? No, on the cover. No, you, gotta have, you have to have cleavage for that, right? Yeah, yeah. But I'm you're, in, on you're in Cosmo. Yeah. And you have a Playgirl thing coming up? Playgirl. Cover. Playgirl. Cover. Playgirl. Yeah. And now, is that coming up? Is that out? It's not out yet. Because I haven't got my, I haven't got the, this well, I'll month sure in you, yet. I'll make sure you get an issue. Yeah, could you do that? Oh, yeah. And mm-hmm. make sure none of the pages are stuck together, please. Oh, and right. are you, do you have a pictorial in there? Uh, it's 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 uh, cover and interview, but no wares. Because the women no read it my for the article. My wares are covered. But it's not even one of those things where you're nude, but you got like a sombrero over there or something. Okay. <laughs> It'll be. <laughs> or a yarmulke or whatever. <laughs> It'll be it'll be cool. It'll be really cool. We'll you know do it um, classy. So you're showing a little skin. Oh yeah, yeah. But it's not one of these things where not as much as he shows on the show. Oh really? Yeah, yeah a lot of a lot of shirt off stuff. He's done some Calvin Klein boxer shirt yeah, things before. Calvin Klein should pay me some money. Well, they're not stupid. If someone looks <laughs> well, exactly. If someone looks good. No in, one said they were in, stupid. In a, in a bathing suit or a pair of swim trunks or something, they're in it. Or white boxer shorts, then there, there they are. Right, like they'll have a doctor performing surgery in a pair of briefs. Oh, right, if well, the guy good. looks if, good, if they could, they would. We've had priests shirtless before. <laughs> yeah. Okay, saving people from fires. Yeah, like Father Flanagan is shaved and greased, and coming out and like uh, giving communion. Right, right, exactly. With his hair slicked back and a tipperillo hanging out. You don't know how close you oh, are. Oh man, you've seen the show, haven't you? I love America. Drew, what calls you want to go to? Drew is perplexed by this whole soap conversation. We're going right up to the top. Claudia. Claudia. She's uh-huh. gone. All right. Then we're moving on. Michelle. Yeah. You're on Love Line with Austin Peck and Allison Sweeney. Hi, Michelle. Hi, Michelle. How are you doing? I watch you guys all the time. I love your show. Oh, oh thank, thank you. you very much. Okay. Um, I got this problem with this guy. Um, I'm going to be going to court over and I was dating this guy for a while. And he was a little bit older than me, and I know maybe it was wrong, and I have to go to court over him because my psychiatrist turned him in for molestation. How old are you? I'm 15. You're 15. And he is? 31. Oh, a young a, a little, a little. Get out of there. Little, just a little bit, but see, um, I really, really, I really love this guy. Oh, come on. I do. No, she does. I'm sure. Doubt. I, I have no doubt that she does. But Michelle, the problem is not your feelings; they're his. Mm-hmm. He is taking advantage of your vulnerability yeah. and the fact that a 14, 15 year old, of course, would be flattered and feel validated by an older man, and would assume that would be the man they're going to marry, right? Yeah, he had asked me. No. Guess what? What? That's not going to happen. He asked you. Yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah. So he was like, uh, "Pa, hold my banjo. I want to talk to this girl." <laughs> No, let me ask you, if you if you can match yourself thirty one, would you date a fifteen year old? Um uh, no. See they they don't really have that perspective. Well, See would the, you date a nine year old? Uh no. <laughs> right. better you know what I mean? I mean there's the amount of change that I I went through from fifteen to eighteen yeah, is monumental. You're... From twenty to twenty four is monumental. I can't even begin to imagine twenty four to thirty one. Right. Nonetheless. I, for me, I'm twenty four years old. For me to date a fifteen year old is is completely incomprehensible. I can't say I haven't found some 15-year-olds extremely attractive because w- women obviously women? mature a lot. Okay. F- 
young girl. Mm-hmm. But, but this faster, is the precise reason why these laws are in place, that any man that is that much older than a 15-year-old who would date the 15-year-old is suspect. There's something wrong. Going on That's with right. yeah. Allison, you ever have any experience going out? Oh, you're smiling. <laughs> you went out with, you had a sugar daddy, didn't you? <laughs> I didn't. You but do. I can I can understand how at 15 you are, you're interested in older guys because the guys your own age are stupid. And you want to, <laughs> and, and older guys are extremely attractive. So I can understand where you would want to be interested in want to justify the situation but you just have you have to keep in mind that you really are going to go through a lot of changes and i'm i'm only 19 so i can totally understand where you're coming from but i mean you know just the four years is a huge difference in what what you find attractive and what you're interested in talking about with guys and what you're interested in talking about with your best friends and i can understand where you're coming from but you really want to take it take it slowly and just listen to what your your adult your parents and your friends have to say because and the and the courts have to say yeah. so michelle yeah, i don't i don't know what to do because all right. i have a court date on the 29th and i don't want him to go to jail over me all right but Mich- michelle let's just backtrack and so we can get the whole story in place here you went to a counselor or a therapist for yeah. another reason yes you did Okay, and you spoke to this therapist or counselor or this therapist about this guy. Yeah. And this this therapist did their duty by notifying the authorities. Yeah, she she told me that, but. Right. You feel yeah, betrayed, I but. I don't understand why she did that because. For because, your own because good. no, because if she didn't, no? she would go to jail. Mm-hmm. Oh, all right. Your therapist For would go to jail. Good. You you've got to understand something. There She'll are extremely intense laws about these the reporting these incidents. That if she didn't, and it ever were to come to light again, uh, she would be in jail. I mean, it's not not just would she be uh, in trouble professionally; she would be in, in serious legal trouble. Kind of Michelle, those laws are there to protect you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I, it is hard to understand. All right. So wait a minute, Michelle. So it was reported, and now this guy has a hearing. Mm-hmm. Okay. And you have to attend the hearing. Yeah. And you're gonna put me on the stand. You have to be put up on the stand. Yeah. And. You had sex with a guy? Yeah. All right. Are your parents involved in this? Um, yeah. Yeah, my mom is, yeah. Michelle, just tell the truth. That's all. Yeah, are, are they? tell the truth. Are your, are your folks kind of pissed off? Um, my mom, well, my mom isn't so much pissed off. She just wants to help me, and I, I thank her for that. But I just wish people would understand my feelings of it, and I don't understand why my psychiatrist did that. Michelle? When we were thinking, no, hold on, hold on. Let me explain. When we were seeing each other, she was helping us out. She would take me to see him all the time. She would try and help us, you know, with our relationship. And so, and then she goes and does that. You know, I don't understand why she did that. Did she know that you were having sex with him at that point? Yeah, she did. I told her everything. And she knew how old the guy was? Yeah. All right. She's, she, to see him. She's met him. She has an obligation to report it. That's all there is to it. Yeah, I mean, we can't sit here and figure out what was going on in her head. Right. I mean, the yeah. question in our mind is why was she taking you to heal the right. relationship right. with a 30-year-old. But for you, now is the time to move forward, and you really do obviously just have to tell the truth when you go to court. And, you know, maybe seriously think about what it is you get from the relationship and how you can and how you can find a way to maybe, if you do want to still see him, but just slow down a lot and really think about all the changes you're going to go through. I mean, well, there's, there's visiting days. There's 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 something seriously. I mean, I don't know this guy, and I don't know your relationship with him, and you obviously have some strong feelings. And very mature for but your age. But there's there's something seriously wrong with a man that's dating that's thirty one that's dating a fifteen. Yeah, I mean, it is it is the ultimate catch twenty two. I don't care how good you say this guy is, he's thirty freaking one years old, my age. 
by the way. And I wouldn't dream of going out with a 15-year-old unless she'd have me. Julie! Hi. You're on Loveline. Hi, Julie. Hi, how's it going? Good. Okay, this is my problem. I've been boyfriendless basically uh, for the past four and a half or five years. Join the club. Yeah, I hear, <laughs> I hear you, sister. Um, it seems like they like me, like at first, but then when they get to know me, they don't like me anymore. And I was discussing it with a guy friend of mine because mm-hmm. I figured he's better to ask than a guy. Exactly. And um, I was telling him how I don't like to play games like hard to get and stuff. And he was explaining to me the principles of hard to get and how a guy's going to like that more than he's going to like somebody who's straightforward, which is me. How old are you? I'm 19. You're 19? Yeah. And who are the, who are the guys you're mostly interested in? How old are they? Like, you know, About my age, 19 or 20. Age? Not 31, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, um, well, it's, it's true, though. It's true. It's, there, is, there is a certain amount of, like, I guess, mind games. Because I think a lot of people, especially... Um, I think all of us, to a degree, have a certain kind of thing. Oh, God, why don't you love me? Oh, you do. I'll kind of see you later kind of thing. You know? Well, do you feel, I mean, just to throw this in, do you feel like you really need a boyfriend? I mean, is that something that's a really important thing to you? I mean, are you well, happy by not, yourself? or? I mean, obviously, you'd rather be, you know, well, dating. Well, yeah, but... I would much rather be with somebody than not, but it's not like I feel like I need somebody, but every once in a while it would be nice to be validated. Because oh, yeah. it's one thing if I sit here and I think I'm all cool and I'm all beautiful and I'm all rad and I'm such a great person. It's like wrong with that? a guy, as soon as he gets to know me, decides otherwise. Well, what's wrong with thinking that you're all that? Well, I mean, there is nothing wrong with it, but it's kind of hard to keep believing in that when... When you're getting dumb. Yeah. You know what? You, you know, I can the, totally understand. You know, the funny thing is, is when I, I went through I went through my whole high school career, I never had a date. I had one date. I went out with this girl. I went out with this girl. I went out with this girl. I asked her. I had a crush on this girl for years. I went out with her. I said, you want to go to the do, you know, go out? And she's like, yeah, let's go to the movies. We went to the movies. She said one word to each other. And she jumped. After the movie, she jumped in the car with her mom. and I mean, with her sister. And I walked home. I mean. No, and, this is great fodder for that playgirl interview. <laughs> All the no, women but, you know, fiddling themselves, sitting on the toilet, reading this, going, oh, I would have dated him. Oh, <laughs> man, I would have been so good to him. No, I... Why is it all good-looking people never had a date <laughs> in high school? I, I don't know. I don't know. Personally, I don't know why. I, you know, I didn't have a car, and I, I don't know why, but it seemed that I didn't play games, and... Uh, you know, it's sometimes you can't help it, but I didn't play games. I was more straightforward, especially when I liked somebody, I went after them. And I think a lot of people, it scared them. Julie, and, I, I'm sorry, Austin, go ahead. You, I, just, you I, just might be very, just maybe ahead of, you know. You don't want to pretend to be something else, right. though. I mean, that's right. the key, is it's, that if you're not comfortable playing games, and if you're not comfortable playing hard to get, then that's not something you should do, because obviously you're not going to be comfortable in that role either. If you're happy being who you are, then obviously someone out there is going to agree with you and think that that's the right thing, because, I don't know, I mean, from my experience, guys can't stand girls who, like, lie to them and do stupid things and try to set it up so that they see another guy, you know, dating you or whatever. I mean, I don't know. It, it's, I'm not yeah, it's dating. Kind of it's stuff. not stratego. You know what I'm saying? Just be yourself. And if someone can't handle you the way you are, then move on. Loveline. 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 We'll be right back. Here's what's hot right now at podcast1.com. 
Steve Austin's always shooting the proverbial shinola with wrestling stars, MMA stars, hot chicks, sometimes people like you on the phone. But the one thing we know about Steve is he dedicates every episode of the Steve Austin Show to the working man. You'll get to hear all the strange and unique thoughts that bounce around his skull of mine. Check it out for yourself. Go to podcastone.com. That's podcastone.com. You know, we love hearing from you, so keep on sending those tweets and comments, because we read every one of them. Your opinion is important. That's why we don't want you to miss the chance to take our listener survey at podcastone.com. You see, your responses will help us make this show the very best it can be. It's not a lot of effort, because it'll only take you about three minutes, and you'll get the instant gratification that comes with knowing that you helped us get better. So do it now. Take the survey at podcastone.com. That's podcastone.com. And don't forget, keep those tweets and comments coming. Let me give out the Love Line phone numbers real fast. If you're calling from a telephone, the number is 1-800-LOVE-191, 1-800-568-3191. The fax number is 310-854-4455. We're here with Austin Peck and Allison Sweeney of Days of Our Lives. And uh, well, producer, was, yes? That was sort of a dramatic effect you had there when you you know, waited. Yeah, when I brought up that right. vial right, right exactly. in between the last two numbers. <laughs> Well, I don't know. It sounded, you know, you had a dramatic hesitation there. I, I think it. I have what it takes. You definitely do. I do. And how about a walk-on? Man, if I had that kind of control. Oh, Allie, she didn't win the award. She's got so much courage. She oh, comes right. on. She comes in an hour late. She get, comes in. She has other people do her blocking for her. Right. She's, you know. She bitch slaps uh, the producer. <laughs> oh, all the time. Tells us what to do, where our blocking is. I've always done that. She's got her people around everywhere. You can't even talk to her. You gotta, you gotta contact her assistant. She's well, you know, bodyguards are necessary. You All have right. to do it. Allison, seriously, now I do have some stage experience, <laughs> albeit a burlesque show, but but I was out on stage. I may well, been, that's good enough for me. Oh, and actually, I was drunk and wandered up on stage <laughs> trying, to, trying to grab a little well, booty. But <laughs> if you manage to keep on there for more than ten seconds, that's the rule. I'm saying, yeah, it's like it's like bronc riding. Exactly. All I'm saying is, how I don't need a walk on, just like a walk through, a walk by. I'll <laughs> just walk go off. by. Walk off. Walk off. <laughs> I do enough of that on my own. <laughs> well, right. I think we can manage something for just you. like. Phone call for uh, Mr. Jackson, you know, just something. Well, everyone gets their start somewhere. Harrison right. Ford started he, saying. He did like a phone call exactly. thing. Exactly. He totally yeah. did. Right. There's a message for someone famous. Okay, I'm just saying. Well, keep it in mind. Yeah. The next time I meet with the producers about, you know. All right. I'm going to be waiting by the phone. <laughs> okay. <laughs> right. Chris. Yes. You're on Loveline. Hey, I'm 19, and I'm going almost 22-year-old now. Mm-hmm. All right. And anyways, my problem is this. I was a virgin when I met her. And um, I'm not now, but the problem is, is that I haven't had an orgasm with her. Mm-hmm. And it's like when I when I'm, you know, I can get it up and everything, and it's fine. But and I'm not, I'm, I'm circumcised. I'm not circumcised, and I, I mean I don't know. I just not feeling anything really. I'm not getting any feeling. Um, so I really can't maintain it. Yeah. And it's just that I mean. It's Are you not, putting it in the right place? Yeah, it's in there. Okay. It's just not, I don't know. It's just not doing anything. Okay, and and, and I, you know last night. You know, I was, we were doing it, and I was like, it was like feeling I was about to have an orgasm, and then it like went down on me. Right. Mm-hmm. Yes, the mind, the evil are warlord. You, are you, could it be the fact that you're intimidated sexually? I, I don't know, because, well, she, she was in a virgin when I met her. 
but it's not, I mean, she, and I never said I wasn't a virgin, you know, kind of like the ego thing, but I just, you know, she never. All right, Chris, all right, hold on. I'm going to, I'm going to cut through the thick subtext here. Chris is insecure because he's clinging to the whole virgin, not virgin thing. This happens. Guys get hooked up with women that are more experienced than they, and they feel a little intimidated it was, because it's, guys it's cutting beneath that. I mean, the fact that he had to cling to that kind of a preoccupation suggests that he already felt insecure and not worthwhile and had to, you know, cover for who he really was. So now it's like it's become like probably in the, you understand? Your mind's obsessing about it. <laughs> what are you looking at me like well, that? You're for? just reiterating what I said. You're just taking no, no, it back said, a step no, further. Right. He just says it right. Really, that, that's I, beneath it, it's, it's not to do with whether right. he's a virgin or hiding that. Or not. The fact is, in the first place, he had to. He was afraid to divulge who he was. Okay, I'm with you. So Drew's uh, Drew's saying that Chris and I'm saying, and everyone in the room is saying that Chris is a little insecure, and naturally because uh, the Lord is an evil one, it goes right to the penis. <laughs> Insecurity. Your penis. Do not pass if go. the Lord was a forgiving and uh, benevolent Lord, your penis would get larger when you were scared. <laughs> you know. You know the. You know. I don't know. The best advice. The best advice. I think personally. That's just me. Is the fact that. Don't try it your hardest not to think about it. Just, oh, if no. it doesn't, He's no. to think about if it. it. You know, but just, just work on it. If it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. That, don't don't have any fact. expectations. In like three months. That's Chris, but that is the fact. That just the don't have expectations. Being anxious makes things not work. Yeah. And if you're worried that it's going to happen, it is going to happen. Exactly. So how should I go about approaching it then? Just like from talk, behind. I'm something, <laughs> something you're not you used to. you got to sneak up on it. Something you're not used to. Something you're not used to doing, and that is talking with your partner and being honest with her about how you're feeling and about how nervous you are. And hopefully she'll support your feelings and you'll calm down a bit. Sort of about it so far, but I mean, she should just say that, hey, you're my first one. Which which immediately creates more anxiety for you because you're not willing to tell her that she's your first. You've got to be honest with her. You've just got to be honest with her, especially when you're a lover with somebody. Honesty is so important. I mean, she's like totally head over heels for me and everything. I mean, I I really. More more reason for you to be honest. Chris, here's the deal nice, honest, open dialogue before you go into the bedroom will create a more relaxing environment. In the bedroom, am I right? Uh, you yeah. are correct. You are so correct. Or you can do what I do. Oh. Which <laughs> I get naked in front of the mirror, and I shut the bathroom door, and I put on the theme from Frightening Rocky. Frightening thoughts. And I act like a linebacker in the NFL getting hyped up for a big game, you know? I do, like, shadow boxing, and then I slap myself in the face, and I go, who's the baddest? Who's the baddest? And then I look at myself, and I say to my reflection, you want a piece of me? You want some of this? And then I, I punch out the medicine cabinet and I go bursting in the bedroom and then, uh, no one's there and I masturbate. But, but that is my routine. So next time get a soundproof bathroom and That's you'll be That's right. Go to town. Jason. Yeah. You're on Loveline. Hey. Hi, Jason. What's up, that Jason? would be Allison Sweeney and Austin Peck from Days of Our Lives. Right. That girl Michelle called. Tell impressed. Yes. You know who's. Got that court date coming up. Right. The basically, 15-year-old with the 31-year-old beau. Well, I don't agree with their age difference for one, but basically the same thing happened to me. Uh-huh. Not, not that big of an age difference. Like, I was 19, she was 15. That, that is which, substantially different. But so. and, and in California today, uh, that would virtually be be legal. No. Yes. It's still not legal. It's almost legal. I'm, I'm still on probation for it. and I've been No, no. I understand that, but there's a new law. The law changed in 96. For what? That as long as you're within three years of the minor, it's legal. 
But that was he's four well, years. He's three and a half years. Almost. There's a, there's a catch to that. If they want you, see, there's there's 288A, B, and C. Oh, right, here we go. Go ahead. And, and there's also 261.5. 261 is rape. 261.5 is there's no such thing as statutory rape anymore. Right. It's unlawful sexual intercourse right. with someone under the age of 18. Right. right. Generally, they don't prosecute for 261.5, and if they do, it's a wobbler. It goes a felony or a misdemeanor. Right. Mine happened to go a misdemeanor. So it wasn't such a big deal. This right. is the cradle Robin Matlock, by the way, we have on the phone. <laughs> keep, keep going. Okay. 288A, one is uh, lewd and lascivious acts with a minor under the age of 14, I think it is. That's mm. 266A. B, I think, is if you are more than 10 years apart from each other. And C, I'm not sure what it is. D- did you represent yourself? Um, I can't believe this Well, I mean, I researched it a lot and found out a lot what was going on. But basically... What I did is when I went to court, I just told them what happened. So there was no trial or anything like that. I just, you know. Did, did the girl show up? Well, she didn't have to show up. She didn't have to give a, a deposition or no, anything? I, I took a plea. Okay. I mean, it happened. I'm not going to go on court, you know. Hey, you no, I didn't. I don't know who she is. <laughs> I mean, if it happens, at least, you know. All right. So you, you copped to it. It's too bad OJ didn't think that way, but that's another show. <laughs> save the taxpayers' dollars and just get it like over you with. handle it really well. You, know, you yeah. would have saved the taxpayers a little more money if you weren't banging youngins, but that's uh, that's well, another so show, your, too. your advice is just to be honest about the situation? Well, and... I mean, I don't think that the... The court system really, I mean, for me, it, I guess it did well. I got a year in county jail for this. I did four months and 20 days. I got big fines. I'm still on probation. Really? Big-time community service. Jason, how pissed are you that there's <laughs> millions of guys that have had sex with 15-year-olds who are 18, 19, 20 years old who just, the only thing they looked, the only time they looked at was the time looking at the ceiling in her bedroom. Do you know what I'm saying? They got nothing. Two minutes. I'm not the two minutes. About that. I'm I would be bitter. <laughs> what, 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 are you, what are you pissed off about, Jason? More, more the court system. See, right now I'm still on probation. It's still on my record. I have a year. My next court date is in exactly a year. I just went, like last week. Um, I can't get a job right now because when it says, have you been convicted of a felony? I have to put yes, and are you a registered person? I have to put yes and stuff like that. Wow. I'm but, sorry we're not accepting applications at Chuck E. Cheese, you know, uh, Jason. So for in, in a year, everything will be off my record, and I could say I've never been arrested before, wow. which is luckily. But from 19 to 24, I'll be – I mean, I'm stuck uh, working cash for somewhere. Wow. wow. You know what I mean? And that's – that's the problem. But what was this? Did you hurt the 15-year-old? No, not at all. The it parents totally went after you? Were you aware, I mean, when you went into that situation, that there might be some kind of problem where yeah, someone would tell the you know, I was tell the authorities? I was a virgin. She was a virgin. Who came Did after parents you? parents go after you? And you know what? I thought I loved this girl, and a week later, she went somewhere else and slept with somebody else. Oh, now, see, Jason, it seems to me, did, yeah. I'm, I'm no court-appointed attorney, but it seems to me that, and I'm not blaming you, but if you had gotten some good representation, that you probably could have either beat this or, or knocked it down no, I, a couple I of notches. A lot. Each time you do it, it's another count, and I was facing, like, a lot of counts. I've oh, you mean each time you actually have intercourse, it's, it's another, another count? count? Right. I oh, see, I'd be fine. The greatest attorney there is. I mean, she's on the ball. How did the... Marsha Clark? Uh, what? Marsha Clark? No. Okay. No. How, how were the authorities notified? She told her friend. Her friend was just happened to be talking about it to a counselor at a high school. Oh. And it was just, you know, it wasn't even like a counseling session. It was just a circumstance saying, well, what do you think about this? And then the counselor called the police. Jason, you are cursed. That's uh-huh. all. I mean, I hate to be cruel, but man, that sucks. And and my my heart goes out to you, but you know what? 
you sound like you got a level head. You sound like you 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 did the right thing. And a year from now, it's all going to be behind you. Did you at least have a good time? <laughs> well, yeah, but uh, and you know, not worth four months in the job, though. <laughs> never once ever heard this girl ever treated her bad. Never raised my voice at her. I never do that to anybody. Well, um, I was driving down the road. There's more guys like you out there. Her new boyfriend. I, I guess it's just totally pissed off. I haven't ran into these people. They live in the same neighborhood as me. I haven't ran into them for, like, ever since I've been put on probation. Her ex-boyfriend, or her new boyfriend, jumps in my car and starts trying to beat me up. Ugh. He's got a court date uh, two days from now. <laughs> I'm going. That, too, now this too is dramatic a, for me. This is this a is love a So, man, you should be on like our show. Like no other. Days of Jason's Lives. That's right, man. We'll be back after this. Meanwhile, halfway across the city, in a small fish market in Chinatown. Excuse me, could I get some fish? In the meantime, Loveline will be right back. Here's what's hot right now at PodcastOne.com. Nick Cannon's Incredible Conversations. It's a street-smart cornucopia of hip-hop, humor, fashion, life advice. You name it, Nick's got it. Nick Cannon's Incredible Conversations. Join Marnie, Kristen, and Haley from Ask Women as they talk about one-night stands, flirting signs, how to make a girl want you, and they interview people like relationship experts and an occasional porn star. That's the Ask Women podcast. Check it out for yourself. Go to podcastone.com. That's podcastone.com. No doubt you've tried streaming hit shows on your PC on Hulu.com. Well, now it is time to get your free trial. That's right, free trial of exclusive content in your living room, on your mobile devices, on Hulu+. Plus. With Hulu+, Plus, you get total control to watch thousands of shows wherever you want, whenever you want. Use Hulu+, Plus on connected TVs, game consoles, Blu-ray players, Roku, Apple TV, PC, or watch from anywhere on your smartphone or tablet on demand at all times. Binge on full seasons. I know one of my kids has been doing this lately. He was watching a New Girl. You can watch the current season. The new episodes air the day after, and he was binging on that, of course. Your favorite current shows, even full series of classic TV shows. It is endless. They've got Community, Modern Family, South Park, SNL, Family Guy, and more. Hulu Plus, $7.99 per month at HuluPlus.com. And right now, they are offering an extended free trial of Hulu Plus available only to podcast listeners. Take control of your TV watching experience. Go to HuluPlus.com forward slash Loveline. That's right. HuluPlus.com forward slash Loveline for your extended free trial. HuluPlus.com forward slash Loveline. Engineer Mike doing the wave in the next room, and I still don't see him in all his glory. The phone number, 1-800-LOVE-191, 1-800-568-3191. The fax number, 310-854-4455. We're here with Austin Peck and Allison Sweeney. Austin and Sammy. Hello out there. Days of our lives. (laughs) Now, the show's on every day, obviously. That's right. Every day. And how far in advance do you guys tape each episode? A month. Yeah, usually about a month. We start out the year two weeks, and then we work extra episodes. We usually we try to work in about six episodes a week, and then we by the end of the year are a month ahead. How many How many hour week is it for you guys? Is it is it is it a long week? It varies a lot. It varies the week. Sometimes you work no days a week. 
And then sometimes you're working. You get work five days a week. You have absolutely zero life. All right. Now we'll be back with more thrilling soap opera revelations in ten seconds. This is Loveline on Radio Station. All right, let me reset the show. I am Adam Carolla. That is Dr. Drew's board certified physician, addiction medicine specialist. Tonight's guest, Days of Our Lives, stars Austin Peck and Allison Sweeney. They are. They are Austin, Austin and Sammy. Austin Thank you. Sammy. Now, is it a coincidence, Austin, that you're Austin, right? It's it's a complete coincidence. Right, because the guy's name was Austin. Is Austin. Now, Drew and I were talking last night. There's n- never any guy's name, Moisha. <laughs> Shlomo. 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 I like that one. Paging Dr. Shlomo. Dr. Shlomo, Shlomo, please report. It just wouldn't work because no no beautiful woman, Susan Lucci, couldn't say, man, Shlomo, when you act this way, it's like you're another Shlomo. You're not the old Shlomo. I can see where the problem would come in, but you let, know. Let, give me some of the names of the of the stars that are that are in, in your real show. life. Or some on of the, the no, the character names. Well, we have one character actually who was at one point my father, but then we realized he wasn't my father. He's been through about six or seven names over the course of the time this actor's been on the show. He started out but as John Black, Black, and then he was Roman Brady, Roman, Roman, and that's my dad. And then he went to um, some crazy thief in Europe, but it turned out he wasn't really that crazy thief. Claude Lemon, <laughs> the international jewel thief. Yeah, and then we had, and then he was Forrest Alamein. Forrest Alamein. And then no he, wider names in the world. And then he Forrest. went back to John Black. Uh-huh. So now he's just playing John Black again. Uh, any uh, any Rexes? No, we don't have any Rexes. How about it? We had one we character who chose to name himself the, the Pacifier when he went around and like was a vigilante for the city. Really? Yeah. Because that he, was that was my porn name for <laughs> in, in the early seventies. So I don't have to explain why. Uh, any uh, no Dexters? No, no Dexters. Dexters. No. Any good female names in there? Um. Well, no. We have some nice. Well, we have a Kayla. Is that okay? Unique? Kayla. Yeah. Kayla. Uh, and then it's pretty. Marlena. 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 Right. Yeah, but they, these are fairly tame, fairly tame names. Yeah. Yeah, I was looking. But what what female name wouldn't they use? Drew, you have a good uh, female name they wouldn't use? Gertrude. Gumersinda. Gumersinda. That was always in my Spanish books at school. And Gertrude. Mine was always Paco. Paco? I used to think my name was Paco, but like that was Paco. I'd go, Mi amo es Paco. Nice to meet you, Paco. Oh, wait a minute. That's you didn't know what you were saying. But yes. Okay. Milamo Espaco. <laughs> Brett? Yeah. Milamo Espaco. Hey, see, muy bien. Yes, Grasso. Muy bien. <laughs> um, I first of all like to say that Days of Our Lives is like the best soap opera that there is on TV right now. All right. You're the man. Good taste. <laughs> no, I also have a question. Um, Let's say like a pregnant woman has sex when she's like six months pregnant. Mm-hmm. She has like another baby. Or... You, mean, you mean like a cat? Can cats do that? But they can't, they can't do it once the pregnancy is along, I suppose. Uh, no. 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 Will the other baby die if like? Does this happen like? If- they will. Uh, uh, the 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 placenta produces pro- progesterone, and that suppresses the ovaries from ovulating any further. So there are no other eggs available for pregnancy. Is that what's in the pill? 
That's I was estrogen. going to ask, could estrogen. you use that as a... Yeah, you can. Depo-Provera, that's just progesterone, basically. Is it true that they're coming out with new studies that it's bad for pregnant women to have sex now, or, like, on a regular basis? There are concerns, as I understand it, in the third trimester that you can induce preterm labor, that sort of thing. Right. But oh, I'm not aware of there being a really problem slow Sorry, yeah, Austin. Brett. <laughs> Brett. Nice I, mean, I, don't, I don't know how he was pregnant, you know. But... Brett, how old are I you? I should hope not. I'm 15. 15. Oh. Yeah, what are you thinking? What's going on? Oh, well, what is your plan? No. Oh, yeah, right? <laughs> what are your immediate Why plans? Why is this on your mind right now? Well, I, I was just talking to my friends yesterday, and we, we, we don't talk. We talk about stupid things. Can't you guys talk about sports or Batman or something? <laughs> yeah, that's it. Or unpregnant women? Wow. <laughs> Better luck next conversation. When I was 15, I was like, do you think Aquaman? <laughs> the tick. Can he breathe underwater, or does he just hold his breath for a real long time like a whale? Well, you know, it might have been something they brought up in science class. And... Wow. Kids are so mature these days. Scott? Hey. You're on hey. Love Line. What's up, Scott? How's it going, guys? Good. Pretty good. I'm good. Um, I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. Yes. Hey, that's what we're here for. Um, my girlfriend has, like, I don't know how to explain it, like a white ward down in her vaginal area. White warts? Yeah, that's what they look like, and I'm like, want to know. Isn't that a burger franchise? Are they actually are they actually warts? They look like it. I don't know what they are. I just wanted to know if it was... Why don't you ask her? She, she says it like itches all the time, and I'm she keeps on asking me to go down on her. Well, why don't you... Why, is she going to the doctor? <laughs> What's that? Does she go to the doctor? I the gynecologist? She's like not wanting to go. Well, don't well, go down there until she does. Yeah, tell her that you're concerned about her and you want to take her in. I mean, this is not right. And uh, it's for her own safety and well-being. I mean, your concerns are whatever, but the reality is here she may have a medical problem needs to be dealt with, okay? Okay. So, uh, wait a minute, Scott. Hold on. Now, I need a quick recap. Okay. I have I have lesions or warts or on, my, on my, my, my parts. I'd like you to go down and investigate with your mouth. Is that exactly. basically what her approach is? Exactly. She does. <laughs> exactly. What is... Wh- I see. I would take a certain. I would take offense to that. I really would. Yeah, but may, maybe as far as she's concerned, it's nothing. I mean, maybe she doesn't notice anything from the ordinary. Yeah, but she notices something. I mean, this is to me no different. He than notices it. something. This is even worse than when someone goes. I think this milk is bad. <laughs> it's Austin. Well, did you taste this milk? I think it's rancid. I mean, yeah, did you try to discuss it with her, or is she really uncomfortable with talking about it in general, much less going to a doctor, or what? Scott. Yes. Get her to the doctor. Definitely. Okay, and I just wanted to say, Allison, I think you're very beautiful, and I love you guys' show. Oh, thank, oh, thank you. you very That's much. very sweet of you. And fabulous, Drew. What? Where does you wants to goes? Bonnie. Yes. Hi, Bonnie. Hello. Hi, uh, you're on Loveline. Um. Yes, I have a question. Um, I was really on. Um, okay, I'm five months pregnant right now, and um, I was on speed in like July and like it was like a couple months before I got pregnant mm-hmm. and would that affect my baby or anything? Uh, no, except that the baby has about a 50% possibility of being an addict, him or herself, just based on your history. Yeah. I mean, just the fact that she was just a Just the fact addict. that you're an addict, there's a probability that you can pass that genetic potential but Bonnie, along. Bonnie could have kicked three years ago and, and it'd be the, the same, same thing. Age. Yeah. And really? I don't think, yeah. Because my, my husband was worried. No, I don't think, I really don't think you would have done it. Was it just speed? I mean, yeah. on, not just speed, well, but only speed. marijuana. 
Yeah, marijuana, on the other hand, can do things. And I, I alluded to that earlier in the show, that, that somebody gave me an article today that really chronicles a whole amazing array of, of birth defects that have been associated now with pot. And Even mo- that part in yeah, it, it surprised me too because I really had never seen any evidence of that effect. Most of it during pregnancy. In other words, the, the marijuana's exposure. Uh, it, it was a couple months before I got pregnant. Were you smoking every day before that? Hmm. Not before. Well, it yes. was like a couple months before. A couple months before. Well, yeah, then, again, that stays about, in your. How long does it stay in your? For a, like for your life, if you're alive, basically. But in terms of significant circulating amounts, it should be out within about two to four weeks. Speed stays in your system. No, speed no, is out. marijuana. Marijuana we're talking speed about. Speed goes, well, oh. that's what it calls speed. Real fast. Yeah. But I think things should be okay. Because the doctors say everything was normal. But my most importantly, most importantly, get into some recovery program where you will relapse at some point in the not-too-distant future, uh, just even based around the stress of child-rearing, which is phenomenal, believe me. I want to assure you of that. Uh, and uh, that's not going to help your child any if you're, if you're high and you're trying to. Good luck. All right, Kim. Hi. You're on Love Line with the uh, lovely folks from Days of Our Lives. Hi, Kim. Hi, Allison. Um, I had a question. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm 17. I weigh, I mean, I'm 5'4", and I weigh between 92 and 94 pounds. Uh-huh. And I'm trying to gain weight because Good. I'm so thin that it's becoming, like, really self-conscious for me to wear, like, short sleeve shirts or skirts or anything because I just do not like the way my body looks because I'm so thin. And um, I was wondering if you guys could tell me, like, how I can gain weight because I, I gain, like, five to six pounds, and then it's gone. All right, I, I'll tell you how. I'll tell you how. Get yourself now. Now stay with me, okay, Kim? Okay. I'm serious. No, no, this is even better. Get yourself involved with a bad sitcom. (laughs) Have it run for about three years, and then three years from now, uh, three years after it goes off the air, we'll catch up with you for sort of where are they now, in which case everyone sits around and goes, Jesus, he got fat, or boy, did she pack on the weight. This seems to be the best best way to put on the pounds, doesn't it? Well, as long as you're eating the potato chips as you go. I saw Lee Majors playing in a celebrity golf tournament yesterday on Entertainment Tonight. This guy is a porker. <laughs> this guy was a $6 million man, and he's got to be tipping the scales. At, he's at least 250 at this point. He is a huge man. Do you, now, do you have trouble eating? I mean, do you not? No, no. I, like, eat, like, a lot, but it's, I don't know, I guess it's kind of metabolism What kind of foods are you, are you um, eating? I eat like a lot of pasta, um, a lot of like chicken. Get Ensure and make a milkshake out of it twice a day. Okay. With ice cream. All right. That's a ton of calorie. Yeah, don't go Insure crazy with the that, sugars because that, that's not healthy either. It's like a geriatric Gatorade, right? Basically. Insure? Well, it's high calorie. It's corn syrup. <laughs> it's like for old folks. Like, I've yeah. Tried, I've tried that weight gainer. No, try get get some Ensure or Ensure Plus and make milkshakes out of that a couple times a day, and you will gain weight. Kim, are your folks skinny? Um, my mom is, but it's not as bad as I am, and it's, I don't know, it's like I binge eat, like I'll eat like 10 times a day. Kim, uh, don't do anything weird. Here's the deal. Whatever you do, you have to make it sort of a lifestyle, because if you you just like freak out and do some scene from Willy Wonka in the Chocolate (laughs) Factory for like a week, then obviously you can't keep up with that. It's going to screw you up. Here's what I, here's what I think. 
get on eat eat the right foods eat often don't miss meals i would work out because muscle tends to weigh a lot more than fat and you're still it stays on and you're still young and one day everyone is going to hate you every female you work with is going to hate you few years down the road from now because they're all going to be in this constant struggle. I mean, women, once they get like over 25, they're like salmon going up the stream with this struggle, trying to keep the weight off, trying to keep the weight off. And guys, too. And they learn to hate and resent people like you, Kim. So you have that to look forward to. Definitely try the milkshake he was talking about and just don't, you know, and you should learn to love yourself for your body anyway. Yeah. That sounded good, didn't it? It sounds good, but when you're 17... <laughs> right, exactly. And you're watching, you know, the supermodels are opening another hot dog stand, totally. and they're all prancing around in these sundresses, and you're looking a little spindly. You know, it's tough definitely, emotionally. It's definitely tough. No matter what you look like, it's emotionally tough uh, at that age. No kidding. Frank. Hi, yeah. I was just calling to tell to talk to the soap opera stars. There they are. Hi. Hello, so I'm from Portland, and I watch your show and have watched Days of Our Lives probably for like 15 years. Oh, wow. great. I absolutely love it. But I had a question for Allison. How's the therapy going, yes. by the way? <laughs> <laughs> it's great. Our show is therapy. What do you mean? I've been through everything with all of the characters, but um, I was wanting to know, actually, my question's for Austin. How did you feel about not getting nominated for the hottest male soap opera star? How did I feel about not getting nominated? Well, I, I mean, I'm sure that... I really didn't feel anything. Well, you know, there... He are... was numb, man. <laughs> I was so upset. I, I, no, I but actually... myself to go. For the, for the Soap Awards, there are certain rules because um, Days is actually so popular with the fans that they had to limit the amount of nominations that they could give out to the every soap. They limited it to every soap could only get the maximum of five um, nominations. And uh, so they had to... The editors had to sort of narrow it down so it certainly was not a diss at Austin at right. all because he's one of the highest male stars I in daytime. Right. They don't want me. I don't want him. No, I don't yeah, know. I, I mean, it's uh, that's just the way it is. I don't know. I mean, I, I, I really don't, you know, I, I, I can't focus my energy right, on right. whether I get nominated for something uh-huh. because then I'll just... It, well, I was just saying that, you know, it seemed to be like you totally should have been, but... Well, well, thank you very Frank, much. Yeah. Let me we say agree. this to Austin. I'm I'm with you because I was at Farrell's once and ate one of these things called a pig's trough, uh-huh. and I was supposed <laughs> to get a certificate, but the guy said they're out of it. What? It's like I just held my head up, man, where, when I left. You where know, did they get off treating you like that. <laughs> but That's the point is, not... is I knew I Thanks finished lot, the trough. You know what I'm saying? Uh, exactly. So I like like walked out and held my head up. You know, Austin. I, yeah. Yeah. I, well, I also have something to um, ask Allison now. Go for it. Um, you know, I've been following the plot, the big, you know, the triangle with you and Carrie and Austin forever, and it's really frustrating to watch <laughs> watch you win all the time. I wouldn't <laughs> say I win all the time. And Austin is like, well, stupid. So she doesn't actually win. I mean, is he in love with her? No. Hey, Frank. Sorry. Frank. Yeah. You want me to reach across the console yeah, and smack her one? Uh, okay. <laughs> Come on, I got a rolled up Wall Street Journal right here. <laughs> Really, really pretty when it's all curled like it was on the award. Thank you. Thank you. I had, I definitely, (laughs) (laughs) I definitely had some compliments, and it wasn't really my idea. It was, it was my friend Charles's idea. Well, it looked really, really good. Well, thank you. That's very sweet of you. I guess that's all I really wanted to say is just that I'm with you guys all every day. All right. Well, keep watching, man. Don't give up hope. Say hi to your boyfriend. Bye bye. (laughs) Bye bye. (laughs) 
I don't mean to make fun of a guy who follows the show that closely, but you guys probably don't know as much about the show as Frank does. You want to hear something funny? I know uh, a friend of mine uh, plays on a on a, my best my best friend Damien plays on a um, rugby team, mm-hmm. and the guys he plays with watch Dave. I do a softball game where uh, a softball team every summer where we go to minor league stadiums and play, and we get to meet the minor league teams, and they all watch. Mm-hmm. I our walked show. into a Hell's Angel bar the other day, <laughs> and they had a TV, and, and they're, they're all sitting around watching, crying. It. Many of them leaping <laughs> openly and hugging each Leave other. Leave us alone, you bitch, Sammy. <laughs> They had an Austin look-alike contest. It was fantastic. Heather. But you had fun. Oh, Hi, Heather. Yeah. Hi. How are you guys? How you doing, Heather? We're great. Um, I have, like, this real bad problem. Me and my um, husband are separated as of, like, the day after Christmas. And he already lives with some other girl. How long had you been married? We've been married for, it'll be two years in March. When you were 16, you got married? When I was 16. How old was he? He is... 20, he'll be 23 in July. So he should have been doing time with uh, Jason. Right, exactly. You know, Jason has just uh, broken another number two pencil and crushed another coffee mug okay. listening to this call. So you're in a formal separation, separation. right? It's not legal. Not, you just you just separated. Right, you're living apart. And he is in the service down south. What were the circumstances surrounding the separation? What happened? Well, um, we... We argue a lot, and um, after a while, I've decided that it's not healthy for our son to be together. And your son is how old? My, he's almost 16 months. Okay. Yeah. And so I decided that it wasn't healthy for us to be together, and two weeks later, he moved in with some other girl. Was he lining her up? You know what I'm saying? I mean, did he, did what, he signal the you, bullpen kind of thing? What made you think that your son was not safe and or it was unhealthy for your son? Well, we were talking about it, and just why we were talking about I mean, he's never gotten violent. He never touched me, nothing. But when we were talking about it, he turned around and just nailed a hole through the wall with his fist. <laughs> I think well, every man, yeah. I think, I'll tell you what, I think every man has done that. Well, and I don't know. I mean, I can't speak for every man, well, but I know every man that I know has done that. But I suppose as a mother, it's your right to overreact yeah. and protection right. and of your son. I grew up with violence in my family, and yeah. I don't want my son to do that. Yeah. Which I can definitely understand. And, I mean, my son is like the jewel of my life, you wow. know. And my problem is that he's coming home. He hasn't seen him in two months. He's coming home. He's on leave. And um, he just wants to take him. Mm-hmm. And he, his biggest concern is not our son. He called, like he called tonight. The first thing he hasn't see, talked to him, he hasn't called in two weeks to see how Bobby was doing, which is our son. And the first thing he wanted to know was about money in our bank account. Mm-hmm. I mean, do you have an obligation to give him the child? Well, obviously, if you don't have a legal. Well, we don't have any legal. Right. So why don't you refuse to do it? Why don't you insist on being present? Because, and I don't know the laws. I mean, I should know. I mean, it's my son. Why don't you refuse to do it and just uh, go with them? And there if are... he's living with someone else, isn't that grounds for and a divorce is... where you... He said that he's... Not in Utah. Bring... Yeah? He said he's going to bring her up here. And I don't know how to handle oh, that's, that. Oh, that's a lovely This guy's an asshole. Can I say exactly. that? Thank you, Drew. Exactly. Uh, Heather. Yes. Here, here's the well. All right. Let me just say a couple of things. A, this is why you shouldn't get married early. Oh, I know that. I all know right. That now. now that's behind us. B, this guy sounds like a tremendous a-hole mm-hmm. who's very selfish. Exactly. 
Jack. Who, who really should have been taking some time off to think about a relationship and instead shacked up with the first whack that walked onto the barracks. Mm-hmm. Okay, now does not give a rat, rat's hiney about your, your son. Exactly. And I think you should, I, I mean, can't you just open the phone book and look for some legal services Even or something? Even a legal aid society or something yeah, like I that. Yeah, I mean, being a female, being a single parent, essentially, and having a guy, uh, I mean, there's plenty of resources for people like this. Am I right? I would think so. Yeah. I would think so. And and definitely, at this point, just go with what you feel in your gut. Legal Aid Society. In the meantime, if, if you don't want him to be alone with the child, don't let that happen. Yeah, definitely. Loveline will be right back. And if you're not here, we'll hunt you down and shoot you in the head. Just kidding. Hey, this is Dr. Drew, and you can now hear every episode of Dr. Drew Podcast at podcastone.com. There's no place else you can get comedy, sports, entertainment, health, and advice, all the podcasts you really care about, like mine, the Dr. Drew Podcast, and a huge collection of other great shows, too. That's podcastone.com. Go to podcastone.com for the best podcast out there, like mine, Dr. Drew. That is podcastone, O-N-E, podcastone.com. You know, we love hearing from you, so keep on sending those tweets and comments, because we read every one of them. Your opinion is important. That's why we don't want you to miss the chance to take our listener survey at podcastone.com. You see, your responses will help us make this show the very best it can be. It's not a lot of effort, because it'll only take you about three minutes, and you'll get the instant gratification that comes with knowing that you helped us get better. So do it now. Take the survey at podcastone.com. That's podcastone.com. And don't forget, keep those tweets and comments coming. Hi, this is Andy Bell. And that was Mr. Vincent Clark from Mirage. You're listening to Loveline. Well, you certainly are. And the phone numbers, if you are listening, are 1 800 L O V E 191, 1 800 568 3191. The fax number 310 854 4455. We're here with Austin Peck and Allison Sweeney. Austin and Sammy from Days of Our Lives. You're getting good at that. I certainly am. You know, if you guys would come back every day in about a year and a half. You wouldn't have to look at that I wouldn't have to look at my little card. I wanted to read this fax. Adam, you say that you halk up in the morning. Now, Austin, we got to talk about this. Are you what? I dump, uh, I dump like, this is like a handful of talc down my shorts before I leave the house in the morning. It's getting to the point where sometimes I overdo it and I'm in the bathroom and I drop my pants. And all of a sudden, it's like, yeah, it's, like, <laughs> it's like a James Bond car or something. It's like, it's like yeah, I'm there and there's like a whole cloud of my own dust and God knows what else. Q has been working hard on your uh, <laughs> yeah. underwear. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Double O crotch. But the deal is, 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 you know, I'm bringing this stuff in and everything. But anyway, um, the, te- the, uh, the facts continues. Do you use real talcum powder or just plain baby powder? Now, from what I understand, and I was reading, talc is not very good for you. Because I'm becoming, I'm becoming talc obsessed, right. as you know, Drew. Right. Uh, I have to go to some kind of Betty Ford clinic or something to get weaned off. This. <laughs> no, true talc is, is it can cause lung problems. Right. Hi, wow. Madam Carolla. 
I'm, I'm a talcoholic. Um, <laughs> the, the thing is, is I was reading the, the, the back of the baby powder thing, and it said ingredients, talc, mm-hmm. and scent. Mm-hmm. So it's one of those things, like we're talking about with uh, petroleum jelly, right. when all, all hair grease is basically petroleum jelly and scent. So all baby powder is talc. Right. So anyway, the, it goes on, the reason being that talcum powder has been known to cause cancer in the testes. Did you know that? I didn't know that. Because that's bad, because I'm really, yeah, I'm going through a couple cans of that stuff a week, Drew. Should I cut down on my just, talcum just, intake? It's, it's not going to, I think, I see what you're going for. You think because the talc is near your testes, it's going to somehow get absorbed in there and cause cancer? Near? No. It is all, that, it that's is not, swimming. That's not I, the way it causes, it gets ingested. You inhale it, and then, that, and then maybe it causes cloud. So the cloud is what you want to put a limit to. So maybe instead of shaving yourself the way you do so carefully, if you let things grow. <laughs> hey, it's the 11 o'clock hour, Thank and you. Drew's work shaving my ass into the show. Thank you. Yes, God bless Drew. Yes. If you let it grow, maybe there won't be such a uh, commotion. Might keep the dust kind of settled. No, you you know, you're just like being a, like vindictive. A... You wanted to work the <laughs> ass shaving thing into it because the more hair, the less commotion there's going to be. Like a, like a sort of a jungle, like a... like a like, Yeah, like a canopy in canopy, the rainforest. Exactly, exactly. A canopy. <laughs> That's precisely right. what I was thinking. Lord knows. A double canopy in your case. Yeah, Watching it, the two of them run with this gag is really amazing. Oh, it's not a... Oh, you know, we're dead serious about this. Lord knows what sort of cures to disease lie in the black forest that is Adam's rear end. <laughs> oh, the mysteries. I think the cure to AIDS and cancer could be back there somewhere. He has a friend of his. kids are having oh, nightmares Jesus, now. Oh, Jesus, Drew. Uh, come on. They don't need it. Shave this canopy for him. I had someone do it. was more of a pruning than it was a shaving. <laughs> hey, seriously, Austin, you, you don't oh, look like a real hairy guy. I have a, yeah, I got a little I got, hair. I got, I got, yeah, I got pretty hairy mongrel legs. You you, yeah, okay, the legs, but you got a little hair on the ass. A little. Yeah, I got some hair on the. Right, butt. and you hear women, you hear women all the time, like, I bet he's got a hairy ass. Ooh, and they all start giggling. So I got a little <laughs> extra hair on my ass. I mean, I would, I would say it would be a turnoff, but the way you're talking about, it, I don't know. Well, it's one of those. Hey, it's too late, baby. <laughs> <laughs> it's there. Learn to appreciate it, right? And it really well, lathers up the soap. Well, now if you let soap. it grow, wouldn't it be like the hair on your legs? If you shave them, it would be all sharp and like... And oh, like, yeah, be like a, making love to a porcupine. <laughs> exactly. So you're sort of stuck now. All right, you? Mike, come on. Enough with the, with the sheep shearing device there. The point... All right. All right. Look, we're going back to the calls. So the the deal is, is I think don't. It's really amazing how honest you are about this. I'm very candid, aren't I? Yeah. I have no choice. We're honored. Drew Drew calls me out. Another thing, another quick safety tip. I'll put the fart fan on in the bathroom, which creates a vacuum effect. <laughs> so when I drop the pants, the cloud moves upward and right through the nostrils. So I I should perhaps think about keeping that off. I'm really going to work this out one day. I'm going to write a a book. Yeah, you on can have it. a safety tip book on. It. <laughs> Safety tips on Nardtalking with your expert, Adam Carolla. Keith, you're on Loveline. Yeah, hi. Um, I'm 17. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm calling about the 15-year-old that has a 30-year-old lover. Yeah. That's the that call you guys had. Right. Yes. Um, not Keith? Not a 25-year-old boyfriend. You what? I'm gay, and <laughs> I have a 25-year-old boyfriend. Mm-hmm. And are the legal obligations the same? Yes. They are? Yes. But sex is different, right? Yeah. Okay, just want to straighten that out. Yeah, but is now, that in the legal terminology of the work or 
as I understand what it, when it comes to, I, you know, I'm no expert on this stuff. But as I understand, it applies to the the male and the female. We're mm-hmm. all looking to you, like yeah, yeah you mean gay, heterosexual, or homosexual relationships. Are- relationships fall under the same heading in in the law in the eyes of the law. Okay, and it doesn't matter who the younger partner is in the heterosexual relationship, whether that one is male or female, mm-hmm. it is still illegal. Right. It's just not, for as a matter of practical fact, I think, not prosecuted unless it's a female. Right. And, and But here, you know, I would bet the way things are in this society, Keith, especially uh, with Buchanan doing uh, as well Isn't as that he's something? <laughs> doing in wow. the primaries, um, I would bet that if you had your basic, 65-year-old, waspy-type, balding, fat, white judge up there, that if he saw this in a gay relationship would tend to probably come down on the older guy more with more gusto, with more verve than he would if it was a heterosexual thing, Although, because he would think the guy was a little more deviant, maybe taking more advantage. Maybe Keith, the 17-year-old, didn't know. Maybe he, I think he would feel like Keith was getting taken more advantage of than a 17-year-old female. What do you think? I, I think I understand where you're going, and I, I don't know that's true or not true, but how much more enthusiasm can a judge apply than what they did to poor Jason? Right. Well, that's true. <laughs> Very, and he had like Waffner on that one. Well, my boyfriend, he was going to go to counseling. and um, For another for, situation? For or? For another, for, right, okay. Well, he's had a lot of problems in his past, and uh, he was going to counseling, and Part of it was for our relationship, you know, because he doesn't, well, anyway, but. He doesn't what? Want to mess it up? No, he's not sure if he knows how to maintain a stable relationship. Right. Okay, and he was going to go to counseling, and it's kind of hard to go to counseling for our relationship when she doesn't know I'm 17, right? I I would just make you a year older, by the way. (laughs) I mean, I don't know. I mean, look, you're 17. Well, at 17, isn't At the time, I was 16. Right. I just turned 17. Well, anyway, and she he asked him he asked her ahead of time, um, do you know how far does this confidentiality confidentiality thing go? And she said, well, whatever you tell me doesn't leave this room. And so he went ahead and told her. Except that well, there are three things that you that you can tell your therapist that uh, they'll take elsewhere. One is I'm going to kill myself. Another is I'm going to kill somebody else. And another is I abused a child. Those are the three things. So yeah. it's when you're seeing a therapist, it doesn't matter if you're the minor in the relationship or the older party. What, how do they find out about it? They, they, they have to they, report it's it. It's their job to report it. Well, there are other things like if you if you physically abuse your, your wife, you fantasize about March shot. There are a few <laughs> things that are going to leave the room. Are you are you bringing us a story as to tell us that it already has been brought to legal? No, it hasn't. If you abuse an old person, that has to be reported. There, there there are certain abuse things that have to be reported now. Well, I mean, it, it, as far as we know, it hasn't been reported yet that she hasn't. I mean, nothing's ever been said, no, you know, nothing's ever been mailed or called or nothing. Mm-hmm. But I was just wondering if the legal obligations were the same. same. Like, if just because we're gay, does she have to report it? Does it, is it still looked upon same. the same in same. the law? Same. Just I would wait till you're yes. 18 to keep, bring it up. Keep a low profile. And like I said, uh, no, there's no statute in that, as I understand, too. If it happened a while ago, they still have to report it. Oh, oh really? really? Yeah. It does not run out. No. Chris. Yeah. You're on Loveline. Oh, hey there. I want to talk to Dr. Drew. Yeah, Chris. Okay. Um, my problem is that uh, with my last girlfriend, when we would have sex, I could always bring her to an orgasm. But with my new girlfriend, who's actually my fiance, I can barely ever uh, maintain to keep that. 
um, is there anything that I can do for a greater staying power? You're you're losing it. No, no. I I usually hit orgasm before she does, and then it's pretty much over. Oh, okay. So you Longer can't hold out. Right, exactly. Longer right. foreplay. That's that's what I've been doing, but yeah, I've I've now have a practice. I double my foreplay now. I'm up to four minutes at this point. <laughs> yes, it just so love that. Adam. Oh yes, I doubled it. Oh, how thoughtful of you. Is there anything else besides that? I mean, think of baseball. Don't get me wrong. Please. What do you What do you want? I don't know. There's um, there's rings you can uh, strap around your your penis to keep it erect. Mm-hmm. Is there anything you can do to keep yourself from ejaculating? Well, I'll tell you, I mean, we, we, we go over this almost at least every other night, and, and here's my tact, and, and Drew's repulsed and disgusted by it, but he can't argue with the logic in it. You need to masturbate. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. There is a, there's a torpedo in the tube. It needs to be fired because, because the time you have sex is the time it takes to load up the next one and do that and a periscope and the whole nine yards. You see what I'm saying? Are those technical terms? <laughs> up, up Periscope really works for almost any situation. Great. The, the thing is, is I would go, I, Austin, what do you think? Like an hour, maybe an hour before you were going to have sex? That's like, let's say time. you were having premature ejaculation. They wouldn't want to go five minutes because yeah. then you're running in the same run. I would say about a half an hour would be good. Half depending hour? On, depending on how attracted you are to your You're room. very virile, Austin. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's funny. I guess it's funny how attractive you are to your woman. All right, Austin needs a half hour. I need like a, a week and a half. But the <laughs> point is, is you find your own time. I would go some. Okay, forty-five minutes. Let's compromise, Austin. You go forty-five minutes, right? Uh huh. You clear everything out of the system. Make sure you clean up too. Okay. <laughs> Don't just be lying there in your own juices when she comes into the room. Go clean yourself up. Now you've emptied the chamber. You know what I'm saying? Then, like Austin said, start to play. Drag out the foreplay a little bit longer. Okay. And then when you get in there, you know in your mind that you just finished things off, plus your body knows you just finished off. And like I said, you put yourself a big poster of the uh, Hey Vern guy. <laughs> you know, Ernest? What a big, right, big poster, Ernest, at the, at, the, at the top of the bed there. Okay? I'm okay. sure he loves that. Good luck. Hello. 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 Love line will be right back. Hey. We's back on Loveline. And the phone number, 1-800-LOVE-191. The fax number, 310-854-4455. We're here with Austin Peck and Allison Sweeney from Days of Our Lives. And they have been, they've been sporting. Oh, well, thank you. They've been fun. You know, we get Did a lot of... Did you look up a thesaurus for that, that, that compliment? For sporting? No. Yeah. No. no. That was just I in there have somewhere. a high school education. <laughs> Plus, I was a jock in high school, so, so I do know... So sporting is really great. And I was a ceramics major, <laughs> which people do not believe, but it's true. I like ceramics. I did, too, but to really, to make it your major... To make your major... How bad? Point. Here's the question. You had a lot of dirty clothes how? from all the dust and everything. Oh, yeah. I had weathered feldspar all <laughs> oh, over me, goodness. and now I'm dying of talc. Inhalation. 
I could just see it now, like with the with the eulogizing. He loved his talc. Adam, is that that big all talc over the, factory in the sky? All over the trade papers. Yes. Famous disc jockey. Dies. Famous disc jockey obsessed with talc talking his nether regions. Finally, <laughs> is is bitten by the talcum container he loved so so much. <laughs> Jeff. Yeah, hey guys, how's it going? Hi Good. Jeff. What's up? Hey, I just want to make a comment about uh, Heather that was on a couple calls ago. Mm-hmm. Heather was separate. Um, the one about uh, her boyfriend, the Marine, coming back? She was yeah. 18. With the no, baby. Separated from her husband with a 16 month old. Yeah. He moved out and went out on his. Uh, moved in with someone else. With another woman. Um, I just came back in the, to uh, Southern California, but I had a situation like that when I was up in Alaska with my girlfriend. We have a daughter. And. Uh, uh, for the time, uh, my girlfriend had a domestic violence order put on me, and so during that, there was visitation set up. But uh, once the uh, the DV ended, uh, there was no legal paperwork done up, and uh, I went to uh, go visit my daughter one time, and she didn't want to, and so I called the cops to see if they could uh, help me get her, and they said that as long as there was no legal paperwork done up, uh, that she did not have to let me see her at all. Right. That's what I thought. So that's that's basically what we told her, is that if she doesn't want to give the child over to her husband, she shouldn't. So it's one of those possession is nine tenths of law kind of thing. Basically, and yeah. And plus, most most of the time, people are gonna are gonna rule inside of mommy. Absolutely. On well, the side of mommy. I it's not say. just the mom though. Um, you know, say she does give uh, her child to him, and then uh, he doesn't want to give her back, give him back to her. Ooh, then he doesn't have to. We didn't even think about that. No Another one of those possession things. Yeah, we didn't mm-hmm. think about that. Eesh, how scary for her. So you yeah. got to be careful, right? So yeah, I mean, man. you're saying he hands he hands Bobby. I think her 16 year old yeah. month was over, and the guy says, "Fine, I'm leaving. I'm going back to Camp Pendleton." Or he could just disappear. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Worse. So I just want to let you guys know. So Eesh. You know. Thank you, Jeff. Appreciate it. Yeah. Okay, thank you. Thank you for calling. See, we have New listeners. On the... We put something out there, and people people call in, and they to call it out. up. That's and... very, that's I'm, I'm very... just glad we didn't get, get going on that uh, foreskin restoration topic. It's just well, nice. Just brought that... it up again. No, yeah. no, no, yeah. no, our, no. Our calls are set for the rest of the evening. Uh, Here we just dodge that bullet. We go, Ryan. Hi, Ryan. How did you devour you? I think he said, "How did devour you?" How did do? How did do? First of all, I want to say Allison Austin, love the show, love the show. Thank you Thank very you. much. Thank you very Ryan, much. Ryan, where are you calling from? Minnesota. Okay. Uh, no, that's okay. The Minnesotans hey, great. have a Canadian type uh, dialect. Yeah. Pardon me? Two o'clock in the morning here. Okay. So, okay, you're, so right. you're drunk, right? <laughs> well, to make this call, I had to be. All right, listen, Ryan. <laughs> all right, let's hear what's put, going on. Put down the bottle, pull up your pants, and speak clearly into the phone. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Um, well, this all started about two weeks ago when I was in about the same uh, kind of um, state I am right now, where I was coming back from a party with one of my good buddies that I've known since I've been about knee high. And uh, we got back to his place, and um, just, I've, we're good friends. We just both crashed in the same bed, you know, big size bed. First of all, I want to say that I do have a girlfriend. Had her for about two years, so my all right, straight as an arrow. Well, all right, Ryan. To make sure you I'll drink to bed. I'm no gonna, worries. I'm gonna make the gay call in just a how few minutes. Go ahead, Ryan. Nineteen. Okay. And so, uh, how old am I? Go ahead, Ryan. Okay, all right, all right. And um, right after, pretty much, uh, we got there. I passed out, crashed out. About, I don't know how long it would have been. About an hour later, I 
woke up to uh, my friend uh, beating me up. Now, was he drunk? He was what? Beating you me up. Wait, Ryan, was he drunk? Uh, yes. Yeah, because this same thing happened to me. <laughs> no, 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 it did. No, Adam, I, Adam, let's get serious here. Let's I mean it. I was the guy. I wasn't the guy who was passed out either. But here was the, the thing. Guy. I thought it was my penis. <laughs> you live in Minnesota? I was like, man, this thing's big. Wow. <laughs> I got to remember what I ate. And then I thought, Jesus, I thought I was circumcised. Sorry. Sorry, Go Ryan. On, Go ahead. <laughs> You live in Minnesota? No. I, <laughs> I was thinking of visiting there, but no. No, it wasn't me, Ryan. Don't look me up when you get here. I certainly won't. And don't look up me when you come out to California. If well, you know anyways, what I mean. The point of the whole story was that uh, in Minnesota, about this time of year, it's quite cold. And about 35 below weather, I walked out uh, half naked to my car and left. Have not spoke to him uh, since then, and now, you know, last week being it was Valentine's Day and stuff, I got together with my girlfriend. Did he send you a card? <laughs> that was real nice, Adam. Right. And um, have you you you've told your girlfriend? Or? No, I haven't. That's part of the problem here. And then last week being in those kind of romantic kind of moods, but I wasn't for the first time. Uh huh. Yes. I'm Is it something if... you've been really preoccupied with, or? But I mean, obviously, what happened? Was something that really affected you? Well, I mean... It's really a, like a post-traumatic stress disorder. He was traumatized. Yeah. Same thing when I got back from Nam. Did you... Did you... Did you... Beat the hell out of this guy? I mean, were you, were you shocked or his what? his friend, though. I mean, what a, what a, what a conflicting thing well, to is deal it, with. Well, is it... I mean, yeah. do you feel like... All right, listen. Let, uh, let's get down to brass tacks. All right, Adam, right. Gonna me, I'm going to give you a thing. I was actually looking for something from Drew too. He hasn't said too much. Here. I, what can you say? It's, you know, th this this is not something that you wanted to participate in. The guy violated your trust and the appropriate mm -hmm. boundaries, and maybe it's because you guys are loaded, and you ought to really look at that both for yourself and for him. But I think he he screwed up your relationship, and that that traumatizes you, and it's natural enough that when you or trying to be sexually active again, that all of those feelings, those those confused feelings would come back up and make things not work quite the way they should. Ryan? Yeah? First off, let's just thank God you weren't sleeping on your stomach. <laughs> okay, because that that could have taken years of therapy. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. Now, secondly, what are you worried about? Because this was not your idea. You know what I mean? And I, I know there's a lot of people that have been victimized out there. But here's here's my take on this thing. He didn't do you any physically harm, any physical harm. And as far as your girlfriend goes or anyone else goes, it was not your idea. You were drunk and passed out, and this guy slid his hands down your shorts. You know what I'm saying? It's not like he pulled a Lorena Bobbitt on you, and it's not like you slid your hands down his shorts when you were drunk. So you're exonerated. You know, I'm going to be like the Pope yeah. here. I'm, I'm doing a communion. I'm going to put just, some ash on your forehead, and that's it. It's just good that you're talking about it. Cause sometimes when you just, you know, you get confused about something like that. You just talk about it, and you know, it can just it'll settle itself. This is the first time I've got it off my chest. Right? Well, it's well, kind of yeah. hard to go to one of your other. Right. Things. So yeah, then that's part of it. You 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 had. You need to have another human being let you know that you're okay and that this is not something you had any any role in. I recommend uh, me maybe mention this to my girl or just. Kind of I'm not sure that's necessary. I don't think no. it is necessary. Well, she may not know. 
No. I mean, it, in, it's, unless it's something that's really bothering you, but it shouldn't. Don't obsess no. on it. You know, right. I mean, the fact that you're obsessing on it says you have a problem, yeah. in my view. He's 19, no, I don't though. think, think that's about that. true. I, I mean, I think that anyone who's been violated like that is going to have some problems dealing with it, especially if they don't have someone to talk to about it's, it. It's only been a couple so, weeks. N- exactly. So now that you've gotten you, it off to your chest, I think. Are you, in a, are you in any way, I mean, you know, don't take this wrong, but are you in any way questioning your own sexuality because um, of it? I was at that point at one time in my life, but you know, it's just—it's never been like. You know. uh-huh. <laughs> so okay, well, put it away. when you have a wet dream, who, who's involved in the wet dream? Boy, he's got a nice hairy yeah, ass. But but so so hey, watch it. <laughs> so some of those There's feelings. Wrong with that, Ryan? Some of those feelings are stirred back up again, and that's disturbing. So you know, that's right. na- you know that's, that's extremely natural. You know, your friend's a jerk. Yeah, and this, that, that's one of the disturbing things too. He's, he's losing a friend. But yeah. this, but but Austin did sort of touch on something here, which was, we, you know, I was thinking as a as a as a devout heterosexual, this wouldn't this would bother me, but right. but I would be right over it. Right. I would say the guy's an a hole. Right. I'm not but taking it, any responsibility for it. But if I had a couple of question marks about the way I felt. Or even at that young age, of course there's some questions in your head. I mean, even if you are, you know, you're sure, you're still not positive. I think every segue to a little lesson. I I think, no, I think everybody has gone, you know, has gone through some part of their life wondering or questioning their own sexuality, considering how much, how much confusing information there is about sex out there. So, you know, it's normal. I think everybody has gone through it to a certain degree, some more no. than others. Some may find out that they do like the same sex or not. You I, know? I agree, but I think a little bit of the problem with uh, Keith, was it? Ryan, sorry. Ryan, Ryan. Oh, sorry. With Ryan was that he sort of enjoyed it to a degree on some level or felt somehow responsible for it. It just stirred and, up those feelings. And it stirred it up yeah. like like a snowball. Yeah. Snowball? Yeah, you know those balls that have uh, that have like a snow s- on them? C- <laughs> yeah, snowball. No, it's like snow what, I, what I do with the towel. <laughs> no, no. Oh, you they shake them up balls. and then the snow falls yeah. down. Yeah, what's it called? Little city. Yeah, except for he had like uh, his friend's hand would have been <laughs> floating around uh, in there. Kay. Nice imagery. Hello. Hi. Uh-oh. Hello. Kay. Oh, wow, I'm excited. Okay. Um, first of all. Allison and Austin, I'm a Big Day fan. Oh, thank you. All right. You You guys do great. Thank Thank you you. very much. Okay, um, I need all your guys' help on this. I need you guys to back me up on Real fast. Right behind you. Go for it. Um, My boyfriend and I always fight about this, and I think he's listening right now, so I need you all to tell him for me. Um, We always fight about how long it should take, um, how much foreplay it should take before a girl is properly lubricated for sex. Mm -hmm. Until you're lubricated. (laughs) Every 3,000 miles, <laughs> I think. I think that depends on the woman depends and what the turns woman. her on. Depends on the woman. Does it really? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, let me tell you something. When Austin just comes in, and, and this guy's Mr. Hunk guy over here, I mean, women are getting well lubricated just listening to his voice. Just as he walks in, right? And of course, with me, I have to get uh, out you. like a yeah. you know chainsaw with a with a big flesh thing on the end of it, <laughs> and like hire a couple of, of uh, Hispanic laborers to come in and help things out, and like put cones out and stuff in the living room. <laughs> I just think you can't draw any kind of conclusion, uh, make an all draw an overall conclusion about all women. The point is, Kay, is either you are or you're not. It doesn't matter. It, there's not a specific time period. If you are, you are, and if you're not, you're not, and he has to do his work. If you're more spe- be, be specific about what you want. Until you are. 
and we will be back after this. Look deep into this jingle. You are getting sleepy. Sleepy. Love line will be right back. You will listen. You will listen. that time when you read the address real fast beautiful it's p.o box 4345 hollywood california 90078 or the email address at luv191 on america online he's a doctor and he can talk that's something absolutely amazing talent it's like a spokesmodel doing long division the man the myth the legend he certainly is and that's the voice of allison sweeney and the voice you don't hear is austin peck both from days of our lives that's right both real good sports oh thank you and real fun and definitely, so. definitely get on the uh, good list, the A list yep. as far as guests. Oh, wow. And we do appreciate you All guys. Right. That's so Yay. exciting! I'm on someone's A list. And everybody, I want everyone to stay home from work tomorrow. That's I even right. want people who run like transit systems. <laughs> I want air traffic controllers to stay home tomorrow and watch days of our lives, so we can catch up on the triangle. We're giving you permission of course, only to watch. We're on. We would like to thank the lovely Anne. The producer, the beautiful Lori for working on the phones. The beautiful, all right, t- take it easy. She'll be here tomorrow night. Uh-huh. The lovely Sherry for doing a wonderful job on the phones. The nutless Mike for doing an incredible job running the board. I'd like to thank the very talented Adam Carolla for hosting the show. And the lackluster Dr. Drew for doing a wonderful job tonight. Uh, tomorrow night we have the single guy folks, including Jonathan Silverman. And until then, stay where you are. Bye. <laughs> If you are still listening, you may feel the urge to touch yourself. So that's it, then. You have been listening to Loveline. The opinions expressed on Loveline by Adam Carolla, Dr. Drew, or anyone are not necessarily ours. Be happy. Be happy. Happy, happy, happy. happy. Loveline's producer is Anne Wilkins. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Now the show's over. Don't forget to sign up for your free trial of Hulu Plus and start watching your favorite hit shows right now. For your extended free trial, go to HuluPlus.com forward slash Loveline. Again, go to HuluPlus.com forward slash Loveline right now.